0: While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast.
1: high noon i don't know if i've had those ones Mm -hmm. because katie pointed out these are tequila high noons which i didn't realize Mm. are they all
2: no right yeah i guess it's different than the regular one i don't know what if the normal one's vodka or what but um Hmm. yeah i don't think i've had this one before okay
1: as long as it's tasty you're gonna walk out here like whoa (laughs) (laughs) should have had the vodka
2: ones (laughs) i might, i might try the mojito um after this though
1: yeah yeah absolutely and i 10 out of 10 recommend them Mm -hmm. they're super delicious well hey welcome to uh doing the po- your first podcast right yes first podcast now uh, and you know you I've, you told me that you've listened to a, a few before or whatever but do you have any others that are related to teaching that you happen to listen to i don't i've been looking for i've been looking
2: for a good teaching podcast but i haven't found anything that's stuck with me yet yeah yeah
1: if it makes you feel better i have i have none <laughs> like i think in the beginning i tried to listen to some cuz you do like a lot of like cross collaboration with people um, so I would listen to those, but a lot of them are no longer doing it. So okay. mm. it's hard to find out there. But mm. thanks for for jumping over, especially during your your summer. If you're doing your job search and stuff like that, right? Yep. So mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know, uh, Hayden uh, was my former student teacher, who's now uh, about to be a first year teacher uh, looking for a job. And that's a, a fun little uh, endeavor to go through. But uh, you made it through. And I'm really glad that you are not discouraged from teaching because of <laughs> some of my students. Um But prior to uh what was the field that you were in exactly before you got into this is your second career, technically, right? Right.
2: So I was working as a financial analyst before. Okay.
1: Yep. So what made you decide, you know what, the world of finance, now let me just move into the the lucrative world of <laughs> of teaching.
2: Mm-hmm. Um well I, I always um wanted to do the The corny stuff of making a difference and and all of that i I wanted to do work that i I thought was important um mm. and
1: like standing on desks and <laughs> changing the perspective and
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah and and i I found it hard to find I, like I, I, at my old job as a financial analyst where i was i I didn't really see the path path forward for that I didn't feel like the work that I was doing was important I had ideas about eventually maybe going into um, i was in the health i was in a healthcare uh in the healthcare industry a financial analyst in the healthcare industry okay and I thought I might go into some sort of nonprofit that was uh, advocating for Medicare for all or something that I just sure. thought was important, an important change
1: that we needed to make in society. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the two things that are really messed up in this world, healthcare and education. Uh-huh, yeah. Or uh-huh. in the U.S., I should say, not the world. Well, the world too. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I eventually I just didn't, I, 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 th- I guess I was mostly at the end of the day, mostly want, felt like I was not connected to like, a community, and I feel like the be- the best way I could make a-, a difference in society would be like working with, working in the community, and I, sure. and and for well, a long. Oh, well,
1: got it. Not not just your work community, like the community in which you are working, the community that you yeah. serve. Yes. Got it. Got it. Uh-huh. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, with obviously, if you're a financial analyst, you're. I mean, depending on what your company is and and whatnot, of- oftentimes you're like crunching numbers that like span like a, you know, geography, like, like this, what this business and this, uh, practice, I was actually working at a dental corporation. And so we'd, I'd be analyzing, um, what this practice in California is doing and this practice in New York is doing and like combining all of these numbers from across, you know, a a a wide geography sure and just there's a very point being it's like very abstract and it's like not connected to like i wanted to do work that was connected to a community
1: it's like digital nomadism like you're a bit nomad (laughs) but like Uh you're still in one place Uh
2: yeah Uh, yeah uh, uh, yeah
1: exactly i think that's the phrase i'm sure you know some professor somewhere is like, that's not what it actually is (laughs) But, uh, but what's what's cool about your your origins and what origins that sounded dramatic is that you were attracted to the same program that i wound up going into to do my master's and student teaching. Was there anything in particular that like stood out to you about that program? I mean, because you were obviously well-educated, you're in the financial world, and you chose to get your advanced degree from UIC. We've mentioned UIC, so we can mention UIC. Uh, What was it that drew you to that particular one?
2: So I wanted a program that was rigorous historically. Um, I had for a while considered going to get my master's in something that was really relate, related to social science or history, just for my own, like maybe, maybe going into academia or something like that. Okay. Um, I had, I had considered that, that route of maybe doing a history program, just unrelated to teaching, maybe t- to be an academic. Um, I have to ask
1: after going through your master's degree, do you still want to be in the world? No, of No, <laughs>
2: I do not at all. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, you know, I, um, I mean, for all the problems that go along with teaching high school in CPS specifically, like the pay, you're making more as a starting teacher than that's true. It's, like people who just got their PhD and are looking for what an um adjunct position or whatever, right. uh, you know. Um, obviously there they are pros and cons to both um, <laughs> both routes, but uh, now if if
1: money were were no object, though. The whole like imagining yourself working in the world of academia long term, just intellectually, would you be able to stomach that after mm. going through two years of, of grad school? I, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't either. Yeah, I couldn't either. Just the, I I remember too, there were some of the courses in in that program, and some are done within the department, and some are done within the College of Ed, and sometimes the ones in the department and the ones in the College of Ed get a little too abstract and like in a perfect world and they weren't practical enough for me and i think that was where like, i can't hear another because sometimes undergrads would take those courses and i just can't hear another undergrad say like the same old cliche whatever about students like you don't know dude i just mm-hmm. can't do it anymore. yeah uh-huh that's just me though do you remember the first time that you and i met though before your student teaching Yes, I do remember. Uh-huh. So now you've realized how lazy I am that I'm only willing to go <laughs> one, <laughs> one block away. Um, what was like your, your impression of the school, though? Because I think we met for like, what, 30 minutes or something like that? or Yeah, yeah. 30 minutes, an hour. I, I can't remember. But yeah, something okay, like that. Something yeah. like that. It, it. And what was cool about that, by the way, is that right away, I could tell that you and I, we would hit it off because we had a lot of similar uh, ideas about things, but also just you're a very personable guy. So, uh, but what was your impression when you were kind of asking me about the students and the school, what did you anticipate after that 30 to 60 minute conversation? I, I'm trying to see if I'm a bad salesman. or
2: not. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, something that, that is coming to mind um, is I remember you asked something along the lines of, are you nervous? And I said, yes. And, and you said i'd be concerned if you weren't <laughs> that um, sounds about right yeah uh-huh um so i definitely um i definitely was nervous and uh i mean i i know i knew that classroom management was going to be the, the the biggest learning curve i think for me um mm-hmm. like i think i for most people too. Uh-huh, yeah most people. uh-huh so i was yeah i was nervous about that and, and i think uh I think I've forgotten your questions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> comparing like what you anticipated beforehand to like your first week. Because mm-hmm, your first week, mm-hmm. you, it was was it a Monday or like a Tuesday, Wednesday situation? I don't remember. Um,
2: yeah, I think I think it was Monday. Okay.
1: So you had a full five days. I think there was more than that. But your first week Excuse me. Was, was observing. Uh, I think I had to like turn that little table and that was like your, your makeshift desk until you took over mine. Uh, but comparing like the coffee shop to actually being in the school. <laughs> Did those perceptions match up, mm-hmm. or was were you like this guy played me right now? Yeah, and, um, I, I think it's like how did I get myself into? Uh-huh. <laughs> the, 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 there was definitely there
2: was definitely nothing that I experienced that was contrary to what you led you know <laughs> gonna... led me to <laughs> believe would happen. Yeah, um, I'm an
1: honest person, is what he's trying to say. Uh-huh, yes,
2: uh-huh. <laughs> no, def- definitely, um, yeah, I think I think you gave me the the, the best understanding uh that i could have um but at the end of the day i i guess i i guess i tried not to ex- expect too much because you don't really know you don't really know what the experience is going to be like until you're in it so i i've sure. tried to you know be be prepared um um but um yeah i i i, I feel like i went in with just Open for whatever the experience might be, if that if that makes sense. I feel like yeah, I'm not sure yeah. if I'm answering your question. No, no, yeah, absolutely, uh-huh.
1: absolutely. Is there anything that stands out that you remember from that first week? The first like month, I could imagine, is just such a whirlwind. Like I barely remember my first week. Like it, it was like I was watching and I was like, oh, I like that. I don't like that. And that's all I remember. Mm-hmm. And then the rest is just like, oh, and then in the middle there, I remember I was upset because I had so much to plan and grade, and I had no time to do it. Like at 9 p.m., we had the EdTPA or whatever then suddenly it's the end and it's my last week of the victory lap and then it was over like mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. all i remember but what do you remember of that yeah. first week if anything
2: um the the first thing that comes to mind for whatever reason is i remember <laughs> i remember as you said you you turned your your desk that that there's a like a, a small table beside your desk and you and you turned it and i sat beside you um like kind of a mini desk beside yours for a little bit and i remember i think it was the second day I came. I introduced myself to the students, and I just sat and observed beside your desk. Then the next day, one of the students okay. said that um, said that they thought that I was your son. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and then I was like, oh gosh, I need to. I I, had, I was clean shaven, so I was like, hmm, maybe I need to to grow my <laughs> facial hair. Uh-huh, I need I need to I need to you know look look old and authoritative and whatever else. <laughs> um, Speaking of look at Marty just.
1: Invading your personal space. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of our, our students,
2: uh,
1: um, is that why? Because I think you had a mustache during student teaching.
2: Um, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Is that I, why I, you went? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, it is. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I to be fair, I uh, I like to change up my facial hair sure, every sure, once sure. in a while. So I, it's not the first time I had uh, had facial hair or had a mustache. But
1: right, right. I was like,
2: okay, I feel like I don't need to do the clean shaven look for student teaching.
1: Take it as a, I mean, a compliment. Like later on, like they know. Oh, at the time i was 29 so they know my age because that's like the first thing they want to ask you so they thought you were super young so you're looking great all right <laughs> like, i think you're only like what two three years younger than me yeah yeah so uh-huh. you're looking way better than i <laughs> apparently uh i guess we'll talk in like six seven years after you've been teaching no, i'm just kidding, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> no no truly truly <laughs> so they thought you were you were my son <laughs> nice anything else that stands out
2: um <laughs> No, that's about it. Um, no. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I think I, I, I guess this is, this is maybe what, is, I'm sure it's common, but um, just the pressure of having to learn everyone's names and mm-hmm. like, um, I remember something else that was frustrating me was I, I was doing some classroom management things before I had learned all the students' names and I didn't want my first interaction with a student to be Yes. put your phone away or
1: yeah something like that yeah mm-hmm. that's really fr- and i remember t- i think a couple of times the first few days i think i was ha- trying to handle that so it wasn't your right. first mm-hmm. but there were a couple that like your hands were tied or like nothing happened in that week or they weren't there or whatever mm-hmm. yeah and that's for sure i don't want to say unavoidable but like in your situation for that it was unfortunately unavoidable mm-hmm. but i liked that you were you were conscious of that uh was there any shell shock for uh, there's some things that like I think Peter puts it best where it feels like we're being draconian. <laughs> like just these or no, he says Machiavellian. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah. You know, tomato tomato, slightly different forms of torture. But um <laughs> uh were there any things that I, I did in the opening that you were like, wow that like by the end of it, you were like, Okay, now I understand why he was doing that. Uh huh. I think uh Martia when she was on, she said this I will pick every single battle. Like I'm not gonna like pick and choose battles because that's when things get harder for yourself and i was like to a t i think that is me i think i will pick every single battle uh but was there anything that like in the beginning you were like i wonder why he's doing that or i don't know if i agree with that that maybe made sense or maybe they didn't make sense by the end Mm -hmm.
2: um i can't remember the exact timeline um so this might be getting like closer to the middle Mm -hmm. uh sure but no it was definitely i think maybe Maybe three weeks
1: in, I will say. I think okay. it seemed like Still three pretty weeks. pretty early, in. I uh-huh. think. out of fourteen. That's early.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um. When I, the first, well, the first time you you left, uh, the classroom that was particularly uh, okay. difficult to manage. Um. Oh
1: yeah, I think because we did a slow release on that one. I think it mm-hmm. was like I gave you one class period, then the other, then the other, and then finally, that one. Uh-huh. I think that's the one that we're both. Fuck it. Six period. Six. That yeah, group. Uh-huh. yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. With Six Period... Um, <laughs> they're not listening, don't worry. They, don't, uh, they never listen to me, so they're never listening to this podcast. Right, right.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, w- w- with them, like I said, I can't remember the exact order of events, but um, the, first, the first time that I was in the classroom alone with them, when, when you left, I lost control of them, could not get them to do anything and and you know maybe I shouldn't say lost control um but right, right. but you know um the yeah, uh, yeah we know, you know the, what I mean. we know the positive intent lack uh-huh. of, lack of a better word yeah yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. and but I, I couldn't get them to do anything or learn <laughs> <laughs> um and that you know i i was i was like what do i do um and you at some point i can't remember if it was immediately i think it was uh, maybe another week down the line but we came up with the system where they would have an extra writing assignment if they oh the checklist the yeah, check yeah. yeah if they um were not ready what those Yeah,
1: disruptions there were two for those and there was another one off task off task yeah. and they what was it two out of the four or whatever was enough to trigger it
2: uh yep uh-huh yep. i think
1: you used it once right Twi- maybe twice
2: i used it twice yeah okay uh-huh yeah um i th- i definitely should have used it a third time um like by the end i was hoping by that so i mean yeah now we're now resuming like we're fast forwarding to the end of the time but mm. there were a couple times like the last couple of weeks where i was i should have used it again but i was like <laughs> eh, come on it's my last week like can can't you
1: just like just stop being dicks <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: um but yeah uh so so a yeah, point being um the uh the the punitive extra writing assignment. That's something that I. That's the word was, punitive. Uh-huh. Tr- tr-
1: punitive. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm,
2: was I? I feel like it was punitive.
1: It is. Uh-huh, yes. Yeah. There's so much that I do that is unfortunately punitive, mm-hmm. but, it's, but it's all that works. So. Yeah. Uh
2: huh. Yeah. Um, and I, it was something that I was definitely uncomfortable with at first, and it yeah. you know it was not how I ideally wanted to teach. But I think one thing that student teaching definitely gave me a big respect for is you have to do what works um yeah. like as as long as i feel like this is hmm, when i went through the program before i had been before student teaching when i when i started it i i think I, you're kind of a idealist and and think mm-hmm. oh i can um i want to be I don't know just kind of hippie stuff you know <laughs> um <laughs> yeah
1: like they'll we're gonna be a community and it's all in relationships and uh-huh. we're gonna show up because we want to learn and you know we're not going to violate rules because we all like we all get along and, and all that mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah, yeah.
1: it shifted the way i think about it in terms of i think i think the first
2: thing is i have to make sure the students are safe that's the first thing mm-hmm. but then beyond that i think just Doing what works that so the students are learning is is more important than being purist about some sort of idea of, of sure. like a non punitive.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, That's well, said. management system or, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of have to be that villain sometimes mm-hmm. for the sake of, you have to be the bad guy. Yeah. Even if you don't want to do it that uh-huh. way. I like that purist about uh, the punitive forms of deterrence. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like stop getting a thesaurus out and, and saying, but, but that's really what it is though. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. um But you found yourself more comfortable with that over time. Did you see the benefits of that? Like, do you, I mean, you have it in your back pocket, hopefully your next situation, you don't have to use that, but having that in your back pocket, did you feel like it allowed you on a day-to-day basis to be able to do what you wanted to do? On most
2: days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. They uh-huh. really got in the way sometimes. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yes, I I do think, um, I'd I'd like to maybe, yeah, right, come up with, uh, it's it's sort of a last resort thing, those punitive measures. I definitely want to like keep them as a last resort thing, but um, I do think, um, I do think it
1: helped. I do think it helped. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It sadly bridges a couple gaps. Mm -hmm. The nice thing though, so being a student teacher, that's super hard to establish yourself, to... You know, make yourself known and, you know, all of that, anything that goes along with that. But once you've been in a school, like when the freshmen come up, excuse me, they come up to the school and then they're there for about a year and they know they have me next year as sophomores. Even those groups that you had when you were student teaching in my classroom, they had that same, like, oh boy, (laughs) like they were, there's a little bit of fear there because. You know the kids who are going to speak up the most are always the ones that have the negative. I can't speak today. The negative experience because they're the ones that are doing what they shouldn't do, right? The kids who do what they should do and like the class and want to learn, they're usually pretty quiet, right? Mm -hmm. So I almost prefer that though because that uh, I'd rather have the Cruella Deville, the the Maleficent like persona that they think, and then when they get to the room, they're like, oh, it's not that bad. Like that's kind of so. Point being though, once you get established. I don't think you'll have to use those punitive forms. But that's good though. I'm glad it, you know, it's a nice tool and toolbox for you. Uh you mentioned something earlier though. Do you remember the first time though? You had, you know, full lead in the classroom, I closed the door, I left, I was out, and it was just you, and then the bell rang and then go. <laughs> oh, it's funny. I actually I actually don't
2: for <laughs> you blacked every out. period except for six. I remember oh, okay. it for six period. But all the other periods i don't remember that i mean i you know va- va- vaguely but not not really um sure. which i think is um i mean i think it's a testament to i think i think the gradual release thing worked sure. pretty well for me um uh, gra- gradually taking on um the leading role in the classroom like not not all at once but mm-hmm. i think i think that i think it was effective for me but then yeah, for six, six period, it was <laughs> it was it was rough, and I definitely yeah. remember the f- the first time you you left six period, right, right, um, yeah.
1: Which unfortunately may be a very good learning experience because you know I think there were you mentioned something I couldn't for, and I'll never figure it out, but you mentioned something that I was like I suggest doing this for this group, and you're like okay, cool, 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 and then after like I don't know if it was that class period or another one, and you were like now I understand why you were urging you know mm-hmm. x y, or Z. again i don't know what it was but mm-hmm. i guess that's good though you don't remember the other ones in a good way a positive way mm-hmm. like they went fine I, I just feel like that's such a scary first like especially too when you eventually you're creating your own lessons you're not using mine as a backdrop so you're kind of writing the playbook and also implementing it at the same time did you have any like after it was over like like a nice like Okay, I did that shit. Like, we're good. I got it. I got mm-hmm. one down. Like, anything where it was like, I can get through this.
2: I think. Um, um I I I'm al- I'm always very critical, and I'm always of myself, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking of what I can do better. Yes. Um, you are very constantly. very critical of yourself. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. So I, you know, I think, I think I, I think I, I was. I don't know. I guess I try. I, I guess I tried to take it one day at a time. I can't remember. Mo- I point my point being to answer mm-hmm. your question. I can't remember a moment where I was like, "Yeah, I can. I can do this. Like, I got. I got this." It's always. I was always like thinking about how I can improve. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's a green flag. Anyone who wants to hire, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. At the at the same time, I mean, I don't know. I think there was. There, I I can't remember specific moments. I guess mm-hmm. my, my my point being, but I definitely. Just gain more, gain more confidence, and gain more, um, you know, pride in my, in my ability
1: to, yeah, yeah absolutely, to, to, to do what I did, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. And, and the reason that I ask and that I preface that is that I was wondering, were there any moments within that fourteen week period when you were like, "Holy shit, what did I get myself into? Is this the, the path for me?" Because I know I had that, okay? mm-hmm. but any moments when you were like, "Oh God, why am I here?" <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think there were lots
2: of little moments like that, but um, looking back at it, nothing. I don't know. There was there was never. I guess I. I guess I didn't really. It was. It was. It was always hard. It, um, but I. I didn't have similar to my answer to the last question. Like I didn't have a specific moment where I was like, should I stop? <laughs> sure, sure. Uh-huh, um, which I guess is. Um, yeah. I guess I. Um,
1: I don't know. I guess I. I, I stayed strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I wonder too, so part of me, when you were explaining that too, I almost thought too, like, oh, I wonder if the commute alone was <laughs> well, enough it, to be like, fuck this, uh, I'm out. No, that... that You had a... Because what was your commute? Like, it was public transit, like two buses and a train or something like that, um, for like it, an hour and a half?
2: It, it, w- it was a one bus and one train, okay. um, but hour and a half, yeah,
1: um, coming, yeah. <laughs> hour and a half, every day. Yep. And mm-hmm. that's just one way yeah uh uh-huh so what was your what was your morning routine then so like it's you're midway through student teaching you've got the routine down Mm -hmm. you wake up what is Mm -hmm. that routine well (laughs) i want times Uh, i want no i'm just kidding uh uh,
2: yeah well um i this is this is kind of insane but um (laughs) eventually i got i got in a habit of doing work before school Mm -hmm. um and i would come home and go to bed usually um, okay
1: just try to recharge uh-huh
2: yeah that. so then I, I would be waking up like sometimes I'd wake up at three or something like that oh wow um to to lesson plan and, and whatever else I needed to do sure um um and then yeah leave it uh what time did I leave I can't remember but <laughs> that's you don't need to know those details but um <laughs> with enough time to you know hour
1: and a half it till
2: yeah seven between seven and seven 30, like seven 15 okay. usually. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so
1: you must have thought I was so late. I think I was moseying in at seven 45 <laughs> some mornings. Like, <late. laughs>
2: no, I, I, um, I, I did not think that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, what time would you leave at the end? So you got there about seven 15, but you already have been up for about four hours planning, grading, mm-hmm. waking up, you know, eating and mm-hmm. hopefully drinking plenty of coffee. Mm-hmm. What time would you leave usually at the end of the day?
2: it's like a blur now
1: <laughs> um
2: yeah i i, I can't remember so i i definitely wouldn't stay i wouldn't stay too late um
1: mm-hmm. because i had like because i had to get home and i had a long commute um right. before five usually it's not bad. I, I think uh, yeah it's not bad but still you're talking by the time you even if you left right at the crack of the bell which you never did uh, realistically four thirty, four forty five 30 4 right i think so you're already looking at a 13 hour day right there mm-hmm. <laughs> like by the time you're awake the mm-hmm. time you were leaving. And then when you get home, did you even have time to unwind?
2: Not really. Usually, I'd um, I'd unwind on the weekends for sure. Um, but yeah, I'd, I, oftentimes I would fall asleep on the train going home. Uh, oh yeah, I bet. Yeah. yeah uh huh. <laughs> and
1: then just yeah, get, usually get ready for bed once I got home. <laughs> right, right. Uh-huh. Did you ever see any students on the bus before you got to the train? Yeah, uh-huh. a couple. A couple. Yeah. you okay. uh-huh. kick them off. Tell they didn't pay their fare. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an intense routine um i think the most i could even potentially match that uh nowadays is i would go to the gym but i was only up at four like, you'd already been awake for an hour and a half at that point uh so you got me beat there but w- with the whole like that shell shock of not just the first week but the whole like student teaching thing and this new routine hopefully that's not your routine moving forward i hope you <laughs> find a different uh time. granted i'm not saying that that's not a knock on that at all mm-hmm. that's just a shifted version like i did something very similar um but hopefully you find one that you like and enjoy as a routine um but with all that shell shock was there anything that you and this is a big one anything about students during student teaching that you were shocked to find out or that you didn't realize Hmm. well i guess do you want a refill
2: um no i'm i'm good i'm good (laughs) Uh, i was testing actually i haven't
1: haven't drank since we started so i might um chug while you think yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it's a tough one too like it's you learn something new from every single student every single year Mm -hmm. no matter where you are well like do you want to hear mine after after my first year yeah first well into my first year i should say that first like month or so because it was such a the school was a lot different than it is now it it was it was pretty rough uh and it was to the point where i was like i'm not coming tomorrow like it it was just that bad Mm -hmm. like Destroying the room, running out, fighting in classrooms, fighting out of classrooms, you know, the whole nine yards. But it was to the point when I was like, fuck this place, it's hopeless, I don't know if I can do this shit. Granted, I'm going into year seven in the same place. But I was, I was shocked at a certain point in like my second or third month when there were actually some kids that came during their lunch and they showed me like, hey, I know that group of 20 kids really sucks there's i'm phrasing it differently of course we want to learn can you still keep teaching us not that i was about to quit on teaching them but having that realization we're like oh there are still some kids that and granted the school's a lot different now i'm not shocked by that now but at the time that's what i was shocked mm-hmm. by mm-hmm.
2: yeah so they, they, they they were afraid you were gonna leave or what yeah. was it okay oh, yeah okay. i had
1: like five or six kids from one class period Picture like six period on steroids. Like it was every single kid except for these five or six. Um, the other ones weren't that bad. It was more just they didn't care, which I would take apathy over like sabotage. Um, <laughs> but yeah, about five or six of them. I don't think I would have actually left. Like you have that, you know, it's the end of the day. You're tired. You're like, fuck this place. I'm out. I don't think I would have actually left mid-year. Uh, but it was still shocking and profound. I still remember it to this day. Um, them coming to me during their lunch saying like you're not going to leave are you mm-hmm. <laughs> which is very sweet mm-hmm.
2: yeah 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 um w- what i'm thinking of is um as i was giving the um the punitive writing assignments that i was I think it was the second one um mm-hmm.
1: oh like you gave it they got the consequence got, you're getting yeah, it yeah uh-huh,
2: yeah they they yeah they i assigned them because because of all of the classroom management issues i assigned them um this writing assignment and one student it, the it, right, the prompt was about how i like the student this the question that the student's answering is like how can i uh achieve my goals and mm-hmm. the rest
1: of the school year or something something along, along right. those lines and for context and, anyone listen it was what i put like two to three paragraphs it was some non-academic prompt but just like let's reflect and also it's something extra to do it is punitive but that's what they were kind of doing yeah so.
2: uh-huh. yeah and it was i mean I, f- I, I found for a lot of the students like it, yeah it, it it was punitive they didn't have to do it and then they then they misbehaved and then they had to do it um mm-hmm. but but at the same time actually uh, i mean i think it was in general the prompts were good good reflections um <laughs> uh, it it's was a shame how they were used but they were <laughs> <depressing>. <laughs> uh, Right, yeah uh, um but yeah uh, uh, point being um one student one student who rarely ever came to class Mm -hmm. um who you know i don't know what what's going on in her life but
1: she i think
2: uh yeah i'm like like not sure i know who i know who Uh this is yeah Yeah, uh
1: as soon as you said it i snapped in yeah
2: Mm -hmm. um yeah She, uh, she seems like she's going through a lot um and i rarely see her and in in her answer to the prompt she was expressing frustration that she felt like she couldn't learn in the classroom in those moments um, because I, she said, I can't be on task if no one else is on task. I remember her saying some, one of the sentences was something along those lines. Yeah. And, you know, with, with her, again, she was very rarely in the classroom. Like, there were there were all of these other, you know, these challenges that she was facing in, in, in her learning and me trying to get her to learn. But... That just made me really angry at at myself for my struggles with classroom management and the rest of the class, particularly the one, the ones who were like disrupting all the time I just got i that that made me really really angry at myself and at mm. some other students in the classroom because she was finding it like when she was able to make it to class, she was having trouble learning because of the environment and that mm. and that really um i mean really hit the importance of I need to do what works I need to like
1: um yeah you're mobilizing because. You know. mm-hmm there's a need mm-hmm. harm is being done, not harm that you are causing by the way. Like I know you said you were angry at yourself, frustrated with yourself. And I think that did, I, I remember that day mm-hmm. actually, because I think that might've been, I'm gonna say the phrase, I know not everything is perfect, but like that may have been a turning point for you, mm-hmm. where not that you didn't have the intention at all, but that's where I feel like we started talking less about behavior and more about pedagogy. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I feel like there was a while there when I would, so I always wrote notes and stuff to myself about like, here's what we talked about. Here's what I'd like to shift our conversations toward. And for like a solid, I feel like two and a half to three weeks or so I was writing down, we're mostly talking about behavior. I need to start shifting the conversation toward other stuff. Mm-hmm. And it really did actually, sh- I don't think we talked about behavior too much. Uh, that long after Mm -hmm. that student wrote that right yeah
2: yeah that that tracks with what i remember yeah
1: Mm -hmm. okay that's profound though yeah
2: yeah yeah Yeah. that was definitely the biggest moment it hit me where i i I was determined to do whatever i needed to do in terms of classroom management and and i was going to pick the you know pick the fights as you were talking about earlier like be petty about things um in order to ensure that this doesn't happen again that this student who is trying
1: trying her best to learn when she can yeah um well that's julie's number one rule right Mm -hmm. don't get in the way of someone else learning or wanting to learn Mm -hmm. right yeah like the main that's kind of where you you start with this like not for you know not a bad way but like this purest idea of don't get in someone else's way of learning and then unfortunately you have to branch off from that and explicitly say what they can and cannot do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and sometimes have punitive mm-hmm. <laughs> measures yeah uh-huh, yeah
2: yeah and i guess i uh, and on that topic this is um yeah um kind of i guess we're kind of going going around a little bit but um, that's how i write yeah, that's uh-huh. how i
1: speak so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all for it yeah
2: oh, yeah <laughs> um i guess i yeah I, I like i definitely after that experience after that experience i Got more comfortable with being the bad guy mm-hmm. um, because sometimes I need the, to be the bad guy in order to ensure that all students can learn. Mm-hmm. It also, n- maybe not that event specifically, but just in general throughout my time, I, I struggled with consistency, um, with consistent enforcement of policies and 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 that and that stuff. Um, and it, it, throughout my time, I learned just. How a lot of times being the bad guy, being that um, person who will be petty about these rules, Mm -hmm. um, is often more fair to students because they, sadly, yeah, yeah, because if they know you're you're gonna be petty, like they know that's that's what they're gonna that's what they can expect when they come into your room. Mm -hmm. If they understand that, and that you're consistent about that. That's that's more fair to them because they're you know they they know what they signed up for and if mm-hmm. and if they don't know what they signed up for like if if you're enforcing it one day and not enforcing it the next day, that's that's not fair to them.
1: Right. That's probably the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Is like you understand that some kids understand the gray area, but it doesn't matter because if the observer only understands black or white and no gray, you have to show them that black or white you know cause and effect. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah which is really hard to do. Uh-huh, yeah. Do you feel like you'll, you'll have that confidence going in at the start and like, your first job, wherever you wind up? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think I, I'm sure
2: my first year I'll have <laughs> lots of doubts. Uh, pe- pe- okay. People have said that, that uh, this, the first year is worse than student teaching. I'm like, <laughs> 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 okay. I, <laughs> like, I disagree. I disagree. Okay. It's just different.
1: Uh-huh, yeah. Um, As my dog just invades your personal mm-hmm. space. <laughs> we we get the lick on the microphone yeah, <laughs> Marty. I know you want to hang out with him, but I know that's your new best friend. He's giving me the look. Mm-hmm. by the way, for context, uh, he only does this like gets in people's space and like wants loving like that if he really likes them. Mm-hmm. So you are in rare company for new people to meet him. no, so that's that's him co-signing. I'm honored, <laughs> and the fact that he is turning his back to you is a very good sign. Mm-hmm. Are you okay, Marty? Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to do a little refill break or anything like that? Um, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Cool. Let's do that. All right. Well, what do you think of now that we got a refill? What do uh, you think of the mojito? Have you had a chance?
2: Um. Y- yeah. It's, it's really good. I like it a lot.
1: It's refreshing, okay. right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I started with mango mojitos in Key West and I haven't looked back ever since. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay. Now, do you still feel like uh, now that you're doing like the whole job search thing and going on interviews and all that stuff, do you still feel like you're in the swing of that student teaching thing because I almost feel like they should do it a little bit later in the semester. I know they can't, but just to give you a little bit more time so that there isn't such a buffer space between like student teaching and then getting your first job. Mm-hmm. But, like, how do you feel about like that time frame?
2: Yeah, um, I I feel like I'm I am maybe out of the groove a little bit since I haven't been well, doing it for a couple what couple April months, huh? April um,
1: fourteen or fifteen or something like that
2: something uh, I, I i was it was it late no I, I feel like it was later in april right it was like the yeah i'm looking at my calendar
1: yeah, um, so same thing pulled up google calendar mm-hmm.
2: uh did you go uh, um end student teaching april 28th
1: okay you're right why did 14 come up to me is that when we started i think we started transitioning like one or two i think we transitioned ap that might have been it yeah that sounds Over right our last yep. period mm-hmm. time. okay so okay we're talking still though i mean now it's july the time the episode comes out it'll have been you know we're talking a few months here mm-hmm. uh how do you feel though about like the time frame of ending student teaching getting through all of that and being ready for that first job something that i i was hoping would help more to keep
2: me um uh you know um just in Loose. practice uh-huh yeah <laughs> um something i was hoping would help more but it's helping a little bit is i'm i'm substituting for a uh, a summer camp, a stem summer oh, nice. camp, uh-huh, right now, yes, uh-huh, yeah. awesome, and I was hoping I would get more work. I haven't gotten a lot of work um like not a lot of people have called off, so they haven't called me into sub, but sure. um, but this week actually was my first time doing it, and I was uh taking first graders through a, a lesson where they were making <laughs> um they're making these dinosaur uh parts so they they have a dinosaur mask and they have um dinosaur feet and i i was uh instructing them on this on this lesson <laughs> like, to make.
1: i do you do we do uh uh-huh. think aloud uh-huh. what do we do here yeah, <laughs> yeah. first grade wow yeah uh-huh. how was it
2: um i It was okay. Um, I. (laughs) Your voice
1: kind of went up at the end there. (laughs) Yeah, I,
2: (laughs) I, um, it made me uh, feel more sure that I want to teach high schoolers (laughs) and not first graders. Sure. For 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 as unreasonable as high schoolers can be, first graders just like literally, literally like don't understand reason. Which I'm like, right? Right, This is like this is my you know this is my job as as um as. Uh, uh, an instructor at this camp right now is to um to work with them uh right. and to and to help help them grow in their uh in their reasoning skills but right. but there but they're, i mean
1: obviously <laughs> anyway. let's, let's, today's lesson is about truth versus lie like <laughs> that kind of stuff yeah yeah
2: uh-huh. um but anyway um yeah there, there it was the, the the classroom management once again was was difficult um and sure. I, I felt like it was getting in the way of the the teaching strategies that i knew how to do um that uh, how many kids uh, 17 okay it was there were 17 kids um just you me, uh two of us in the room okay. me and another substitute Oh, um, uh uh-huh. so they're setting you
1: up for big time success yeah.
2: right yeah uh-huh um yeah uh and yeah it was it was it was fine. They. um <laughs> mo- anyway mo- mo- most of them made their their uh they're dinosaur feet (laughs) Uh so is it k um, through
1: 12 or what is the summer camp program um,
2: uh they go up to middle school um yeah so what k through eight um so yeah yeah but uh most of the like the bigger groups are the younger ones like first graders those are the bigger groups yeah Uh
1: that makes sense i feel Mm -hmm. like if kids are going back year after year after year you start to you know drop down as as they get a little bit older mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe they're sick of it maybe they found something else mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah options i don't know uh-huh.
2: doing that this week has kind of gotten me refreshing my classroom management skills and thinking of um how i can i i definitely learned something just in the two days of the two days of uh working at the summer camp and, and there will be i assume at least a couple more um times that i'll I'll be doing that um For the rest of the summer so uh yeah so i'm trying to point point being i'm trying to stay fresh in my classroom management skills and my teaching skills
1: even if you were you know i think i went i think we ended about the same time late april early may and then um obviously didn't get a job until the fall and we used to start after labor day so that means i would have gone let's just pretend it was may 1st or whatever four months essentially that i was just cold not doing it because i tried to get a summer school job it didn't it's hard to do when you're when it says anticipated license <laughs> like when it's pending with the uh, the board of education that's that's way trickier but you'll be fine just once you get that first week in you'll get into that groove i, I don't want to scare you but you know that little like there's so much i don't know and so much uncertain that's pretty much every single year <laughs> like the first few i hate the first few days mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. and i'm going into year 7 mm-hmm. and i'm going to hate the first day because mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know if you felt this in your first few days as a student teacher in the lead. I always felt like there was some sort of joke that was happening that like they were snickering about that I didn't know about. All the time. Like there could be a kid that you would ask their name and be like, my name is Brian. And then they would smile and snicker and their friends would laugh and I'd be like, are you are you really Brian? Like <laughs> like you know like little shit like that. Uh-huh. I always just feel like there's one that they're trying to pull over me. Mm-hmm. I hate yeah. I mm-hmm. hate the first week so much. Uh huh. Yeah. Super exhausting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, in terms of like job stuff though, so you're looking around. High school only. First grades out. But uh, Right. What's the job search? That's a job in itself. But what has that routine been for you so far?
2: Um, so far it's been, I, 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 um luckily c p s makes it fairly that's easy to apply to uh to it's different like amazon schools. shopping just add to cart <laughs> yeah exactly yeah uh-huh um so i just i've just been uh, the searching the searching for job postings has not been is not the easiest but i feel i can't i can't search for nine through twelve social studies i have to i, I have to do a History, search that's nine through twelve studies, and then like yeah. search through and make sure like like
1: just click the ones that are social studies and not the ones that because it's sometimes hist sometimes history sometimes it's social studies social sciences there's so many different ones for Uh it'd be so much easier for just english (laughs) yeah yeah um well that's good have you uh how many interviews roughly it's still early in the summer but yeah no i've only i've only had one interview
2: um that's normal yeah uh, that's that's good that you say that (laughs) (laughs) well
1: i know i i went on like it felt like a million interviews but a lot of my early interviews were charters Private schools, suburban Mm -hmm. schools, things Mm -hmm. like that. It wasn't until later in the summer when CPS schools get their, or the big districts, I'll just say that because it's not just Chicago, when they get their budget. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe July 1st is when Mm -hmm. they get their new budget. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. Someone's probably listening and like, that's wrong, but I don't care. But (laughs) (laughs) uh, I know for us, it was July 1st. At least that's what I was told. So what is it now as we record it? It's July 8th. This is probably the window where it's going to open up. Cause I, I was also a commuter, so I was constantly moving around. I had I had three bags. I had like a gym bag, I had a regular clothes bag, and then I had a bag with like resumes and ties and shirts and pants and an iron just in case and an ironing board. Oh wow, (laughs) a car powered ironing uh, or iron or whatever. And there was one point I had to use it because I would oh yeah yeah. Wait, so
2: wait it. so you plug it in a car powered so you like plug it in is it you plug it into the cigarette thing yep. you know what I mean? uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> okay. i'm sure now
1: it's like there's a usb solar powered or usb charged one but yeah at the time it was you plugged it in i got it on amazon for 42 bucks i still remember that i don't know why uh and i always had all three go bags just regular clothes because uh, i was in between you know chicago and algonquin and niles and evergreen park like mm-hmm. i was all over the state of illinois and doing interviews in between while also just working different jobs all over. Uh, so I always had like a stack of like 50 resumes and a bunch of clothes and a bunch of ties and belts and all that stuff. And my handy dandy, like, uh, iron, it broke like right before my last interview, which worked out, I guess. Um, (laughs) I only used it once and it broke. (laughs) Um, but yeah, Mm. so that was my routine. I went on so many interviews even to the point when i tried to piggyback interviews as best i could um but you guys the day of zoom interviews though that must be so have you had was yours zoom or was it in person
2: um i i've just had one um i so i i have completed one phone interview just um just phone and then um i have a zoom interview on monday the second a second interview moving on moving on Uh, yeah uh
1: yeah i would say it's it's early july a lot of admin took vacations or they had summer school logistics so yeah you'll be fine it's gonna ramp up now so Mm. (laughs) let me know how it goes right yeah (laughs) we'll We'll have to do like some sort of follow-up once you are in your job and you're like please get me out (laughs) Uh (laughs) or maybe it's me i don't know um so you've done student teaching you're looking now is there an ideal school or ideal scenario where you're like this is a where i would like to be at I know for me, I wanted to go somewhere where there was high need for students, but I also wanted to make sure that I was going to be physically <laughs> safe, which I know is, uh, what you see in the movies, but I had that concern just being, you know, naive and unsure, mm-hmm. but what's like your ideal scenario? Where do you want to like make your impact?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm for my first year, especially I'm just focusing on. What will give me the resources I need to be a good teacher long term? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not necessarily thinking about um, where, like, where I want, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, wh- wh- wherever I I end up. It's just about whether that will um, allow me to be a good long term teacher. And then maybe, maybe, um, because I because I think we we uh, um, we we actually texted about this. Um, uh, I was looking at different schools and thinking about which. Schools that are really high need, mm-hmm. um, that um just under resource and all of that stuff. Um, I think those schools need good teachers, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. they they do. Um I feel like a school like that wouldn't be the best place for me
1: to to sure. become the best teacher I
2: can be. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um you have to have that support. And if mm-hmm. you don't have that support, and sometimes it is resources, but those admin. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, those schools, unfortunately, they don't have that admin in place. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's fair. That's Mm -hmm. fair.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, yeah. uh, I am. I I I need to actually start applying to uh, like. um, I've just been focused on CPS because that is where I I want to want to teach Mm -hmm. as CPS. um, But I think it makes sense now for me to start also applying to suburban schools because I haven't gotten as, as you said, I can maybe expect more in the future in the near future more more postings and more interviews but um yeah uh, i am pretty pretty open to like anywhere <laughs> wherever, yeah. yeah wherever Just i can hire me please trying yeah. to
1: grow but also gotta make bank <laughs> uh-huh. right uh-huh. <laughs> that's fair that's fair yeah i think that's the right mentality too um going somewhere when i granted i was i was interviewed at uh, the school that i wound up it's the school i'm still at or whatever there was an interim principal, uh. But what so I knew admin is a big question mark, who knows? But what did help was that I went in for the interview with that principal, but I was pretty much already hired by the department chair, which has kind of followed suit or whatever. Like my principal was in it, made the full the final hiring decision, but like for Adam and, and Peter, for example, it was ninety nine percent me doing that. So that's I think that would be what I would look for is who's the department chair, because that's theoretically who your mentor would be, and or who's the admin are they gonna be. Um helping me foster, you know, true growth as an educator, because you do want to improve. Anyone that says, you mentioned this earlier, in student teaching, you never felt like, yes, nailed it. That's a huge red flag. Because if anyone thinks in their first year or in student teaching, or honestly, even in their first three years, if they think, yes, I nailed it consistently, they're probably not going to grow very much as an educator. Like there's, there's stuff that I thought, this is pretty good, that I just changed like three months ago, because I was like, could be better. So that's, that's probably your go-to is look for somewhere where I can continue to grow. Mm-hmm. I got it. I don't know if you've ever been asked this in an interview, but that question of what are your weaknesses, which is the worst question. I never ask it as an interviewer because I hate that question. <laughs> but, um, I think that's one thing that if you're looking for like your answer on that, you are hard on yourself. I think that's, it's not a weakness, but it's a nice way to say a weakness, but also point out like, I'm still a good candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just hate that damn question. So much. <laughs> but uh, I'm hoping that you find a place. But even if you don't, I mean, I'm a call away, or you can always, you know, text or reach out. Whatever it is, I would hire you myself. But we just don't have an opening for for social studies right now. <laughs> right. But, um, but now that you're you're, oh, sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh no, I was just gonna say I appreciate that that interview oh, advice. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I I think I'll use that. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm hard on myself. I always want to. Yeah, I, I mean, it's true. Yeah, I always want to be improving, and I'm always thinking about what I can improve. So um, just yeah. don't say that I
1: work too hard. <laughs> I care too much. Like oh. <laughs> I did have uh, so I, for uh, what was it? Well, I did like a resume like tester or whatever. And in that interview, um, I don't know if I, I think, I don't think I told you this part, but they asked about, they asked that lovely question. Uh, and I gave a genuine answer is that one of my weaknesses that I want to work on is working with students who are not consistently in school. I have those resources for them, but it's hard to get them the instruction. I can make a digital assignment, or I could, you know, give you the resource in person, like on paper or whatever. But like if they're there, like twenty-five to fifty percent of the time, I struggle to be able to teach them. Like obviously, mm-hmm. but I feel like that was a good answer because that uh, interviewer at the time said, "Well, luckily our attendance is like ninety-eight percent or something like mm-hmm. that, so you wouldn't have to worry about that." But that could be one too. I, mm-hmm. I feel like if people not that I'm an interview expert, but teaching kids asynchronously because of poor attendance and truancy, that's also something that I know is for sure a honest, true answer for my weaknesses. <laughs> but also it sounds pretty good because it's not really on you entirely. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. The yep. worst question uh-huh. ever. Yeah. Any advice for anyone that is listening? We have some more so people who are in their first few years of teaching listen. And veteran teachers and anything in between, but we do have some pre-service teachers who have reached out. Any advice for them if they are thinking about doing student teaching or about to do student teaching, or maybe they're listening and they're in the middle of it because you know they can listen whenever, right? Mm-hmm.
2: The first thing that comes to mind is, I guess, don't be too hard on yourself. As I'm just th- <laughs> as, as I'm just talking about how I'm hard on myself, um, but y- y- you. Um, you're not. You're not going to be the best teacher. You're <laughs> like off the bat. Like you, you are going to. You're always going to be growing. Um, and that's. I don't. Know, I, I. I felt a a lot of times knowing that. I struggled with, the, the fact that, you you are a better teacher than I am, and I was, and the students were used to you. Oh, and, oh, as the mentor. Um. Yes, as as the mentor. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. So yeah. I'm. Um, yeah. I struggled with. The, the uh, coming into a classroom where the students are used to their teacher and you might, I mean, people, it depends, it de- maybe some people, uh, uh, certainly some people who are, are student teaching are actually better than the teacher that they're. <laughs> yes, that's um, very common too. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but in my case, I mean, just, uh, I guess maybe this is my opinion, but I think it's um, pretty, I think it's an objective assessment that you're, uh, um, that you, i um, uh mr f are a better teacher than i am because i I haven't you know I, i'm learning to teach right, my, right. and I, uh, yeah it's like it's not a permanent thing if it's that, just like
1: if that weren't the case that'd be a big red fa- thank you but uh-huh. if, that, if that weren't the case that'd be a big re- a big red flag that probably shouldn't be a mentor teacher <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> right
1: uh-huh <laughs> but yeah but uh, yeah I, I just
2: struggled a lot with um coming into a classroom and not and understanding that i'm developing s- certain skills that the the main teacher already has mm-hmm. um and i just felt like i i don't know i was like oh it's i i felt i felt like i was letting the students down i was it wasn't fair to the students and all and all of these things mm-hmm. but at the end of the day like i mean we, we could maybe talk about s- systemic things that we could do to like make make the whole process better for students i don't know um uh, giving maybe more experience before like maybe uh, but at the end of the day point being as a student teacher you need to go through student teaching um and you need to be like you just can't be perfect at the end of the day you can't be perfect off the bat um and that's just
1: how uh, that's just how it works (laughs) i don't know Uh uh-huh am am i making sense no no absolutely so like that first day in sixth period for example or any other day where it didn't go so well that's the best like when even if it's not your fault if you like mess up or if you screw up or if it just doesn't go well even though you did everything right you have to have that if you are perfect the entire time in student teaching if you don't go through any trials and tribulations it's not a good teaching experience Mm -hmm. right i think that i I might have said that in the coffee shop like it's not going to be perfect it's not going to be rough but it'll be a great experience it's a very good um what do you call it not stomping ground but like a good training arena to become the best teacher you know that you can be in a short 14 week period mm-hmm. so i think that's yeah. fair uh-huh. just don't be afraid to be imperfect right make those exactly. mistakes and just go and the kids will be fine mm-hmm. it's yeah. not going to cause harm. it's 14 weeks it's not going to cause any harm mm-hmm. yeah <laughs>
2: yeah yeah and yeah exactly exactly yeah and and, and i i i think <laughs> it, it was interesting when i was winding down student teaching I realized how it was like the last couple of weeks of student teaching and I was observing other classrooms and even just like went out to lunch at a, a different part near the, of the neighborhood. Like right. I went, I went, I walked and I, I left for lunch for like for the first time. And went somewhere like a, a new part of the neighborhood that I hadn't been to. Um, and uh Point being, I I, I was, ex- I, I realized how much I was like in my own little bubble sure. um, during student teaching where I was just focused on what was going on in the classroom because I, because that's all I could focus on. That's your world. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh-huh. Um, But I don't know, just remind, uh, it, it was a good reminder that what happens in the classroom is important, Um, but like, it's not the, it's not the, ch- it's not the, like the kids' yeah. whole world. It's not.
1: Perspective. Yeah. Uh-huh. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh-huh.
2: So just, yeah, I guess taking a taking a a bigger perspective on things and not sweating the small stuff, I guess. Um, I mean, you do have, you know, it's, t- t- <laughs> teaching's hard. Teaching's is about the little things, but at the same time, you can't, you just
1: can't be too hard on yourself. Right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you keep it there emotionally uh-huh. as best you can. Yeah. But that's obviously not always going to happen. Mm-hmm. But no, I love that. That's great. Well, I mean, obviously let me know how job search stuff goes and stuff, but thanks for, for coming over and, you know, pausing the job search and, and, and jumping on a podcast or we, uh, I mean, I think it's nice to just have, I don't know, hopefully you felt like relaxed to just like have a drink and just talk about this and not like worry. I feel like in early in your student teaching, uh, there was a moment when like you were trying to make sure that you were saying things just right. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I know you mean positive intent, just say what you mean. Cause Mm -hmm. I feel like as teachers, we're always so like, we're so worried that things are going to come off the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Maybe because the world of academia, where if you say Mm -hmm. one thing wrong, someone picks you apart, (laughs) and you're like, all right, relax, semantics, and then you have to go on. Yeah, yeah, um,
2: that's real, (laughs) that's real. (laughs) that's uh, the world
1: of academia i can't do it uh-huh yeah
2: yeah and and i do i do kind of have that mindset a lot of the times but um <laughs> but uh in terms of the the yeah the podcast just now uh first podcast um yeah. and yeah i think it, i think i did pretty well think i think uh-huh. I, th- yeah uh yeah i mean as, as as i said earlier don't sweat the small stuff i feel like yeah yeah this is this is nice i got to meet your dog i um am enjoying these and enjoying this uh this mojito um yeah it's it's been good thank good. you for having me
1: no yeah no, i appreciate it and hope oh, maybe at some point a follow-up i, I could always come to you too because i'd love to hear you know how things are i mean obviously you and i we text periodically anyway but um a nice little update for people but also to just check in see how you're doing and of course uh, booze helps just mm-hmm. to kind of <laughs> especially in that first year uh-huh. um, yeah. i don't think it's worse than student teaching because i think you know you have more tools but it is it is still a full year of teaching for the first time so mm-hmm. still yeah. so but don't don't hesitate to reach out or i know i'm sure you'll get into a place that'll work for you but even if you don't just let me know thank so. you
2: yeah i appreciate it. you know there's one thing that i'm thinking about which you might cut this part out it's <laughs> up to you but one other thing that uh about student teaching is i don't know if i mentioned i gained like 25 pounds did you really uh-huh yeah <laughs> oh wow uh-huh yeah which i i was i was thin before and i feel like i'm average now but um i'm i'm like trying to i'm trying to work it off
1: um <laughs> i would say you're you're in good shape you're still like healthy uh-huh yeah so I don't uh-huh. Think that's bad but okay so making sure that it, i mean it's just the stress itself yeah uh-huh yeah it's good
2: to know it's yeah. good to know uh-huh I don't know. I just wanted to mention that. Because I, <laughs> I, I didn't realize that until afterwards. I was like, wait, I'm like, uh, you know, I, I'm 160 pounds. I didn't realize. I was like, I was always used to being 135. So I'm like, what happened? 135. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you're fine. Uh-huh. But yeah. No, the physical
1: toll, though. I mean, that is, uh-huh. it, that's still, you're su- still, you know, super light, like, Uh, super healthy but like that is a a drastic change that just it just shows you there's the the emotional stress of it but also the the physical stress that Mm -hmm. will naturally i mean you taught my ap psych course you know the the mind body connection that's very Mm -hmm. very real so okay people gotta watch out meal prep whatever it might be right yes while they are while they're student teaching Uh yeah yeah and try to take care of yourself yes (laughs) Uh hard to do Uh uh-huh yeah well Thanks so much for for jumping on. Hopefully we'll have you on, you know, very soon once you're like a hired teacher and you're, you're already killing it, uh, knocking it out of the park, but yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, well, everyone else, thanks so much for, for listening. Uh, if you want to support the show, go be above and beyond, go to patreon.com slash classroom brew. I believe we have like t-shirts, koozies, shot glasses, coasters, all that good stuff, but you also get access to exclusive content like bonus episodes full-length video episodes, and again, those exclusive episodes are only available for the Patreon. So anytime we bleep something out, for example, um, on those bonus episodes or anything like that, we're going to leave that in there. So if we're talking shit, we're going to leave it all in there. And again, that's patreon.com slash Classroom Brew. Uh, if you want to be on the show, just email me, classroombrew at gmail.com, or just reach out on social media. Honestly, if you search Classroom Brew, no numbers, no spaces, no characters, it's going to come up. So Uh, Thank you guys, though, for, for listening. Appreciate the support. And until next week, class dismissed. Oh, okay, I don't know how it became the sign on. I just said it one time, it just like happened and then it became a thing. And now it's been a thing for like 4 years. But anyway. This is Classroom Brew.